part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the Artist Pivot Podcast. My name is Ayana Major Bay, and I am an actress, voiceover artist, mentor, and your host. This show is a bi-weekly conversation highlighting pivots and life lessons from the perspective of artists, those who work in and around the arts, and arts educators. For those listening who don't consider themselves artists, you can pivot too. Everyone possesses the ability to do so. You just have to be reminded sometimes. All of our life lessons have taught us to be better pivoters, and it is my goal to share these life lessons to guide and inspire others. Here is this week's episode. All right, y'all. So I am so excited to say that joining me is Davon Williams, two-time Anthem Award winner. Davon Williams is an international performer, the director of communications for Black Theater Coalition, and a TED Talk alum. He is committed to using his talents to bring about substantive social change within his industry. As a performing artist, he has appeared in several national and international commercials, worked on TV and film projects as a member of SAG-AFTRA, and is an award-winning stage actor who has been featured throughout America and Asia. He has served as a ghostwriter for several politicians, aided in the Occupy Hong Kong movement, and wrote for leaders of the Freddie Gray uprising. His podcast, The Receipts with Davon Williams, became a viral sensation that led to major policy changes within the industry, along with the creation and passing of the landmark legislation, the Black Theater Matters Bill. Devon, welcome, welcome, welcome. How you are you doing? That. I'm great. You read that. You read that down. I was like, oh, yes, he did. Oh, wow. Work. <laughs> he did that. Thank you. <laughs> Occupational hazard. You know, the voiceover. <laughs> Occupational hazard, friend. <laughs> Tell that story. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that you were basking in it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I just, because um, that's the first time I had heard that version of Because I was like, every time you write a new one, it's like, okay, update it every two months or update it something. So I just had just, I had just updated it. Like, this okay. is fresh the, uh, for everyone. The time of this recording is day one of me serving as director of communications. Another oh. one is like, we won those awards two weeks ago. Like the okay. ceremony was two weeks ago. And yeah. it, Again, it the nomination caught me off guard. The nomination mm-hmm. itself caught me off guard. So to hear all that, I was like, oh, yeah, 2021 wasn't a waste. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> happened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, that, that reflection of like, oh, I did do something in these past couple of years. Right. Right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. So my first question to you will be, if I asked you to text me right now and I said, Devon, how are you doing? But you could only respond in emojis only. What would you text me? That, that, can you translate that for the people? That one? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, it's definitely wide eyes, wide mouth. Um, okay. There are times where I'm just like, I cannot possibly be shocked anymore. And something happens, good or bad. And I'm just like, oh, wow, it just keeps going. There are levels to this. 
<laughs> that right there, there are levels to this, right? Yeah. Right. It's real. It's so real. I love it. Yes. And I do know that emoji, the one where it's just like wide eyes, wide mouth, and you're like, ah. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but I'm making the emoji face. Like, yeah, I've used that one a couple times. It's good. It's good. You did it. I I, I saw it. I visual I, I visualized it. I saw the yellow. I saw the yellow of the emoji when you did yes. that. <laughs> Perfect. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for that imaginary text. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Well, I wanted to bring you on today to talk about all of your lessons learned so far in life, because, you know, we always got more lessons to learn, but what you've learned so far and your pivots. And so I would say, take me back to, I don't know, maybe college or even before that, when you started down your path of like, you know, oh, I think I'm going to be in the arts or I'm going to be an actor, or, you know what, I'm going to do all of it. Maybe I'll be an activist too. So tell me about how everything just started. Well, the goal for me was to figure out how to marry um, the arts and education. Okay. Uh, when I was six years old, I had trouble reading. Uh, my grandma got me hooked on phonics. It did not work for me. Um, mm-hmm. I did not understand, but the box was beautiful. It was a beautiful white and blue box and the visuals were beautiful. I will not take it away. The layout and rollout of Hooked Mm -hmm. on Phonics was great. I was not the target audience. A teaching Mm -hmm. artist comes to my Christian school. I went to an all-Black school called, elementary school called Bethel AME School, uh, elementary school. And man, we learned about Tulsa. We learned about, like, we learned about Black history. We learned to sing all the Negro spirituals. We learned to sing them in harmony. (laughs) We learned learned every version of Young, Gifted, and Black. Uh, So we were very well. And then they had teaching artists come in. And his Mm -hmm. teaching artist was able to get through to me in a way that the Mm -hmm. teachers could not. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've always saw the arts as something that's spiritual. It's always been of a greater power. And I've always had great reverence for it. Um, fast forward, I end up going to a middle school, uh, St. Ignatius Loyola Academy, where the criteria is you have to be poor. <laughs> that was it. But it was a very, it was a very strong school, Catholic Jesuit school. Um, and they taught us so well. Like, again, they were really like, it, it was one of those, I hate it. It was one of those white savior schools, but they did mm-hmm. it. The, the mission was done. And what was mm-hmm. good is they never went out of their way to try to pull us out of our culture. They said, here are the tools and what you choose to do with them is what you choose to do with them. So I've always appreciated that about the school. Um, So from there, we had like a little class thing and it was Shakespeare and Mm -hmm. they invited the parents to come into our little like courtyard, which was Mm -hmm. just a bunch of like recycled crates on a hard ground, kids getting scabbed up all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did the Julius Caesar scene and that was a moment where everyone was like, whoa, whoa. I just, I, he's he's a really shy person. I didn't know he had it in him. So I, I put that in my back pocket. I forgot about it. Went to a high school, Catholic Jesuit school, uh, Loyola Blakefield, all boys school, just like the middle school. Um, I go there and I'm taking speech and debate. I mm-hmm. uh, was always in church. My grandma was not letting me get out of church. I, at an annual conference for the uh, AME, African Methodist Episcopal, like second district, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is like Maryland, Virginia, a couple of, a little bit of the other areas, Delaware, maybe New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think New Jersey's with New York. Maybe. Okay. I will have to look back. 
awful president. I'm an awful president because I can't remember. But I ran just as a joke because I was sitting in there and I was like, oh my God, it's us kids. We're going to be here for another two hours. I have to uh-huh. sit and watch this, whatever this is, for two hours. I hate this annual conference. I could be playing Sega. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to run for president. Like if I'm going to do, I might as well like mix it up a little bit. I messed around and won. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. I didn't mean to win. I was just like, I just wanted to debate and argue and like right. make a point and like solve our issues. It was a game to me. I didn't I didn't want to win. Mm-hmm. So um, we end up winning. I'm doing that. I'm still wrestling. I end up injuring my knee. Okay. And my goal was to go to a school named McDaniel for wrestling. It was going to be mm-hmm. great. And now that was out the window because I am injured. And um. Mm-hmm. I, I lean a little bit more into the acting. I end up working with the Baltimore Shakespeare Festival. Um, I think they are no longer around. I start working with a couple of other people, and they're like, you should go to school for this. You should really think about going to school for this. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm shy, no. And then I thought about it, and I started auditioning a little bit for schools. I applied to some schools, like Morgan State I got in because it was like up the street. And that was going to be the school. Full ride, black, um, it was the experience that I think I, I, I needed culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up going to the University of the Arts and a teacher named Johnny Hobbs Jr. is there. And I auditioned. He's like, wait, so what, wh- why are you here? And I was like, because I, I want to build curriculums in the arts and figure uh-huh. out how to help other students. And he was like, so you want a, a theater degree? <laughs> he just <laughs> couldn't get it. So I yeah. sat there and I tell him the story and he's like, okay, let's see the second monologue. And I do it and it's the Caesar thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to tell you now, you're going to get in. I just want you to know that Uh you're about to take a path that no one has taken. And that means you may come through four years. Yeah. And not know what to do. You might, it might not, like, there is no trajectory for this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why not? I'll risk it. Okay, sure. Mess around and find out. So I mess around and I found out. And that's what ended up happening. I ended up uh, building a curriculums. I was acting more on the side. So what's fun oh. about your podcast is like you say pivot. And uh-huh. for me, the pivot has always been acting. It's always been accomplish this, do this, um, drop a curriculum here, do some teaching artist work here, write for people here. Oh, yeah. I have time. I'm going to go audition for this thing. Oh, cool. A little bit of street cred. That's what it's always been. Yes, yes. Understood, understood. So yeah, your pivot has been going into the acting, like you said. Oh, I'm over here doing this, building these curriculum, teaching and writing. And oh, I'm going to pivot into the acting. Oh, great. I was on screen. Okay, I'm going back to my t- my, my teaching artist. It, it was a very interesting situation. And I think we've hit, we hit a point when I moved to Los Angeles uh-huh. where the acting took over. Okay. And it became the dominant thing. Um, okay. And then from there, there were more shifts. But yeah, most definitely, I cannot think of another way of saying I fell into acting and happened to be good. <laughs> fell into <laughs> singing and happened to be good. Right, 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 right. Because that wasn't your, you know, your trajectory at first, like you said. That professor was saying, you know, you can do this if you want, but you won't have a, a straight path. Like, and I'll talk for myself, the actor, like I went to school for acting and was like, oh, I'm going to be an actress. Like that is my trajectory. Mm-hmm. There's kind of sort of a blueprint, but it's my life. So it's going to be different than anybody else's. But that of like, but I want to teach and like build curriculums, but also have an acting degree and like 
make my own blueprint in my own lane, which you clearly have done. Thank you. Yes. Yes. You're Thank welcome. You're that welcome. Was, that was from the intro earlier. I'm still thinking about that bio. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you, you know how you have those moments where you're like, oh, here we go. And then you have mm-hmm. to look back sometimes and go, okay, I did walk. I did do something. And mm-hmm. what's cool about, like, you know this, when it comes to acting, you can do the biggest thing for that year. And the mm-hmm. next year, there's going to be half the world that's going to be like, who? Who did yes. what? And it just happens across the board on so much stuff where, like, there's always something after the other. And it's very rare that we get time to just breathe in and exhale. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, like, even during the great pause of 2020, 2021, everyone was still moving. (laughs) Things were still going almost to a dangerous speed. Uh Every day there was a new, like, scandal or something going on. So Mm -hmm. this moment, I've been trying to be better about 2022 of, like, really listen, really take in these moments, really do this. And that was a moment mm-hmm. I was like, let me just enjoy, let me enjoy this moment in the pivot. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And I love that, like enjoying the moment. I do think that prior to the pandemic, that was something very hard for a lot of people, including myself. Just be like, enjoy the moment. And also like, look up to yourself. Like you said, like it, hearing your own bio to go oh right I did do that and like taking the moment to acknowledge yourself and like kind of look up to yourself like hey wait a minute Davon you did that like you accomplished that and yes of course there's still more to accomplish but going yeah no I accomplished that okay good job self like let me sit in that and I love that I love that for you that you were able to let me sit in this for a second Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it so much. So my next question to you would be, was there ever in your journey (laughs) um, a lesson that you never seemed to get? Like, I always like to ask this because this is an interesting, excuse me, question to be like, you know what, Ayana? I never got this lesson until this happened. Or there's still something that, girl, I still haven't learned that because it just keeps repeating itself. (laughs) I have a tough time accepting that I can't save everybody. Ooh, okay. Okay. That's that's. I'm going to let you decide how deep into that you want to go, but that is a lesson (laughs) and it might follow me to my death. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. That. Oh, okay. Yes. How, where, where do I want to go with this one? Okay. So explain to me then. Mm, you can you can use career, you can use family, you can use personal life, what, whatever you want. But that, you know, how do you let me let me let me let me get my words together. How do you tell yourself or explain to yourself when you're in said situation, Devon, you can't save this person or it's not your responsibility to save this person. Is there a specific situation that comes to mind when you're like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, I, I, I needed to stop because I could not save this person. Um, ongoing. It's something okay. that I think a lot of people, especially like, you know, the whole Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And sometimes you feel the responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. Let's lead into it this way. How long were you overseas? How long was I overseas? Yeah. I was overseas for a year and a half. In that year and a half, at what moment did you turn around and go, oh my God, American culture is so selfish? Ooh, ooh, 
Oh, good question. Probably, mm, it took me a while because I was in class literally like six days a week. So (laughs) maybe about four or five months. In that four or five months, how how did it break to you? When did it click? When did it click? It clicked when, I would definitely say it was Christmas break. And like I had a chance to like sit down and go and kind of reflect, I guess, oh, you know, that's that's what it was. Reflect on my first trimester mm-hmm. and how like everybody that I that I personally met in Scotland was like very helpful and very like I I just remember always saying that I was an actor and people would be like, oh, well, what are you studying? Can I come support you? Where are you studying in school? That like it was always there was always a positive reaction to that. I was like, oh, I really like being here because in the U.S. I say that and they're like, oh, well, like, what do you really do? Or like, what's your shy job? Or like, what? oh, I like, I kind of like the way the Scottish respond to me being an actor. I was like, that was probably Christmas break. Yeah. When I was overseas. It's in, in that. I, well, one, I think everyone, Obama said it, president, forever president, everyone should mm-hmm. spend time going overseas because to get out of your culture, be yeah. able to look at it and figure out where you truly align is incredibly important. For yeah. me, when I went overseas to Hong Kong um, mm-hmm. that year and then the subsequent year, so those two years all together, all I kept thinking is like, wow, I feel so complete mm. because I felt like there was an a part of me, which I've returned to here in New York, that always feel depleted because my impulse is to give. If I hear a story and I know there's a connector or something like that, I'm going to try and connect it. I'm going to try and do these things. Um, And I saw that so often outside of America. Um, Mm. And for me, what triggered this idea of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to save everybody, I got to do that, is because Mm -hmm. my first success story was kind of major. Um, my mom, I do the whole Ted talk about this where like my mom essentially like, uh, dealing with her own demons Mm -hmm. abandoned me. She had to, she abandoned me. Mm -hmm. Um, and through that, because I was a child and I couldn't process what was going on, I took it as I had messed up. I had Mm -hmm. done something wrong. I had to fix that. So I took that time to reflect, fix myself and all that. And I manifest my mom back. That's how I take it. And Mm -hmm. looking back on it now, that's how I perceived it. I didn't have the words until now, like until I was an adult. But yeah, that that moment. And what happened is if I could do it there, I can do it everywhere else. So like this, and then to get it reinforced with Catholic schooling of be a man for others, always give, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I don't think we understand how toxic that language is mm-hmm. when there is no infrastructure for that behavior. When you have an infrastructure where people are taught to pull and grab and go and deal with the soft bigotry of low expectation, you can't mm. possibly be that great if you're here with me. You can't possibly be this oh. thing if you're in this space. And to consistently have to prove yourself, and we are dark-skinned, and you're a dark-skinned woman, so you know it on a whole nother level. Yes. <laughs> it's just that idea of you're constantly just depleting and going. Mm-hmm. And what sucks is when you do it over and over and over again, even the smallest things can almost recharge you back to 100. It's like mm-hmm. how you use a, fo- a phone for like 12 hours a day. It only needs an hour to charge, but it's still you're, you're still damaging the battery. After a while, it's not going to get back to where it once was. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And it's such a tough lesson because you want to believe, and I do, I truly believe that inherently we're all good. I believe that too, yes. But what sucks is, 
we, in, in my years of acting and all this curriculum building, I personally was not trained to deal with the fact that we as a nation, we are dealing with traumas that are so deeply rooted in here so much longer than we, like, again, mm-hmm. for us, we are still dealing with the trauma of slavery like, yeah. and we yes. weren't even the slaves. So like to deal with those kinds of levels of darkness, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's, inc- it's incredibly toxic. It's horrible. And you got to figure out how to find that balance. And you also have to accept that in life, because we're dealing with generational issues, there has to be a baton. If mm-hmm. we really want to fix this, I have to not only trust that I'm going to do my part, which my part might have already come and gone, but I have to be willing to go, okay, I did it. It's your go, which means yeah. you have to forego ego. And in a country that is built on the biggest ego wins because of capitalism, Ooh, yes. you are set up, which means the moment you let a baton go in this country, you mm-hmm. are essentially saying, I retire, I give up, I'm done, which is not, which brings us back to your podcast of pivoting like, and figuring that out. So it's yeah. it's complex and it's a lesson that is very hard because of those complexities. Right. Uh, yes, everything you just said, I completely <laughs> understand that because it is in this particular country. Yes, I have done my part and I'm passing the baton to you is a good thing. But then on the outside from the American culture is like, oh, but you're done? Why you can't be done. You can't like again, it's the ego. It is one thousand percent the ego. And balancing that while you're just trying to be a human and like be a good person. And like humans are inherently good. We are. We are taught the evilness. We are taught. Rather, I say we're given the trauma from generations prior to us that we're like, oh, but we should probably fix that because that's not okay. Like, this is not an okay thing. Um, So I completely understand what you're saying. It is all very much intertwined. And, like, I'm trying to build something and I want to pass the baton, but also, like, I'm not done. That that doesn't mean I'm I'm done. I'm just passing the baton because I, that's how this works. Like, In a race, that's how this works. Like, if we're all on a track together and my teammates are on the same same lane, I'm going to pass the baton because I did my part. So here you go. Like, but that, but but then that teammate who just passed the baton, they're they're not saying, oh well, I'm 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 nothing or I haven't accomplished anything. I just ran my 400 meters or whatever, however mm-hmm. the distance was between. So g- great, I'm done. You can run your 400 meters now. <laughs> You know, but I understand that. I absolutely understand that. So I would like to ask you in your, you know, um, lesson plans and in your teaching and being with students, what is, you know, a lesson or a, what's the word I want? A skill that you would like to instill in any student that comes into your, you know, your field, your classroom, your energetic sphere, what do you want to leave with them? Um, It is never too late to revamp. It is never too late to shift. And if something isn't growing, it is dead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
And if you're super I'm, religious, because um, again, it's been bred in me, so I can only <laughs> speak in this language. If Genesis tells us that God made us in his image, that means we have the power to create. Mm-hmm. You have, you literally have, if he made us in his image, we can do everything that he or she or how, it, it even, oh my God, boom. Even in the shifts in gender roles and like stuff in identities and stuff like that. I think it's so mm-hmm. funny because it's almost like, yes, we are evolving beyond like what we, the constructs we have created. The yeah. idea that we can form constructs and break them and shift what reality even is, is mm-hmm. major. I'm sorry. I'm excited. Today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As you, listen, I'm here for your excitement. I'm here for it. But yeah, I understand that. That is the, we all have the power to create. And we all, I, then this is my personal opinion. I think a lot of us don't harness the power because we're scared of it. Talk about it. Talk about it. (laughs) We're scared of it. And I'm going to be the first to admit that like, yeah, Ayana was scared of it. Um, But the pandemic, I would say, kind of forced me to be like, okay, well, what else, what else you got? You can either continue to be scared of it or you can create something. Those are the only two options. (laughs) Those are your only two options. So I do think that that is also, you know, a lesson that I personally want to pass on is like learning that, yeah, I have the power and that I may be afraid to use it, but that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to use it anyway because I was given the power and to be like, you can too. And you're going to be afraid of it and that's okay, but you got to keep going and you got to figure out how to use it wisely and smartly but to not be afraid of it because it was God given, if that's what you believe, which is what I do believe. But like, you ha- you have it, but it's that we're taught to be scared of it. We're yeah. we're taught to be scared of. It. We're taught of lack as well, especially in this country, of things are in lack, or mm. you're in lack. You don't have this or. To, but if I can create things, how could I ever be in lack? Because I can create it. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's another lesson that I think I'm continuing to learn every single day and to challenge myself to be like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> are you re- are you really in lack right now? No, mm-hmm. you're not. Please continue. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I would like to ask you about... <sighs> Any nugget of wisdom, and this could be to anybody, they don't have to be an artist or even a student of the arts, but any other human who's listening to this podcast, um, what would be your nugget of wisdom? If you just had this one thing to say to be like, you know what, this is my nugget of wisdom to you. Just do it. Nike really figured it out. Nike really, in the millions and billions of shoes and apparel that they're selling you, they, they, they just want you to realize, just do it. And it don't even matter when you do it. You just have to do it. That's it. Devon, yes. Yes. And so by the time this episode airs, y'all, I would have had another conversation, a full conversation with someone else about this Nike slogan. I think we talked about it for like <laughs> 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. Okay, I brought out, wait, where are they? I'm going to do it again. You can see it. My Nike, my Nike's right here. Yes. The check mark. The just... Yes. Do it. Nike has been telling us for years, for eons. Right in your face. Right in your face. Just do it. <laughs> like, and we're like, oh, yeah, 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 just do it. 
And I've, I'm sure they're sitting there like, no, 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 we're serious. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's so simple, but it's so clear. Like, I, I wish there was a way for everyone to understand, yes, there are some complex things out of there, but all complex things start with a simple thought. They all mm. start with a simple shift. They all start with someone breathing in, breathing out, and speaking on that breath. And that's how it came to be. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so simple, but it's not. It's simple. Mm -hmm. It's simple. The question is, are we okay with the consequence and the costs and, and, and dealing with the barriers or the fact that we may come up short? Are we okay with the mm -hmm. fact that we may be exposed? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's that. The, the actual doing it, like you said, is very simple. It's the after effects or the what happens after is like, oh, are you ready for that? And here's the thing. Most times where you you probably are. You are already ready, but you're worried and you're doubtful and you're, you're, you're questioning yourself. But it's like you've been ready. You've been ready. That's just us getting in our own way. And and sometimes you're going to suck. I know, I know for a fact. There's a couple of times I was in class or in some place and I sucked and I had to go right. back and go, why did I suck? That's uh -huh. okay. I wish that was part of I wish in school, every class it was, hey y'all, instead of striving for A's, I just want you to know at some point you're gonna fail. And I wanna see how you're gonna bounce back from that. I wanna see what you're gonna do in that. What are you gonna do? Because that's when the real real gets. That's when that's when it gets real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that idea because that's what, that's how we learn and that's how we grow. And right, like knowing that I'm going to fail, but really what it is is knowing that I have the capability and the ability to bounce back once mm -hmm. I do fail or I mess up or I'm really bad at this thing. What matters is how you bounce back. It's not necessarily how you mess up. It's how you come back from the mess up or, yes. or really learn from the mess up to go, I'm not doing that again. I'm going to do this now. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. I, I would love for that to be taught in schools. I didn't learn that until I was much older that it was like, Oh, I need to know how to bounce back. That's what I need to know. Not to mm -hmm. strive for perfection. Cause I will 100% say I am, I am a recovering perfectionist, but it's like, <laughs> yep, I am. <laughs> But it's like, I needed to know and I needed to cultivate, starting much younger, how to bounce back. That's mm. so, it's, there's power to bouncing back. There's like, a, when you're playing video games, mm -hmm. the concept that you now know what happens when you go left, you now know what happens if you don't have enough ammo, you now mm -hmm. know, like, it, there, there's power in that, in that almost foresight oh, this has happened, so I know I need to do this shift. I need to do that. Or just knowing like, oh, I had this in me. Or mm -hmm. I was able over time to sharpen this. And mm -hmm. I gifted myself a wonderful usage of time to get there. Like, it's, mm. it's great. It's awesome. It's rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's a really great analogy, actually. The video games of like, oh, I, like that's it's and it's again that's so simple, but 
Right. Oh, I I did this before and I made that mistake. Great. I I know. Okay, let me I got to press that key and I got to do cuz you you already learned. You already learned. And if we stay if we want to stay with video games, what's even cooler is like in every video game there is how do you want to play this right now? Easy, medium or hard? And I like to go, "You know what? We we I have chosen super difficult and you have chosen close to impossible." <laughs> based on race and sex alone. Where yeah. you, like It's just that idea of we chose our bodies and said, you know what? This earth game, I get it. It's cool. I'm actually going to raise the level a little bit because I feel like I'm just going to get bored halfway through. So but give me that melanin. What is that melanin? Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. I want some more. I want an extra dose, actually. Listen. Okay. I, because I would not change... Uh, being a black woman for anything in the world. As much as the crap that America wants to throw at us, I still wouldn't change being a black woman. Not an ounce. And not and not this this twist out I got on my head right. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> at all. And it's something to be again, like I know all of us love Batman. But the core of Batman is this rich Republican man had his parents killed. And with all his money and white power, his Mm -hmm. clear privilege, he is going around beating up mentally unstable and poor people. Like that is a very interesting superhero. Very great. All cool. Yeah, he he did it. He did it. Let's talk about Black Captain America Uh who ended up saying, guys, I have super strength too. And they misused mishandled, had him pretty much thrown to the side. And this man had to look and go, I got to save these people. And seeing that journey go through his journey, a story that's not really well told, or Mm -hmm. just the the journey of T'Challa and Black Panther and having to go away to come back, or even the actor who played that and how Denzel Washington comes down to pull this person who comes to serve as an inspiration and in his moment of need said, no, the inspiration comes first because I can sit here and go, oh, life is hard. I'm dying. But I can mm-hmm. also do my part in passing this baton and letting them know you too. You too. Whatever you're going through, you can. You will. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. That Those are stories. Those yes. are like, my God, we are yes. unstoppable. So, yes. yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, that just gave me chills. That just gave me chills. Because you're absolutely right for him to ooh, continue knowing knowing what he was going through and knowing that he was dying to go, mm-mm, I know I have to do this because I'm passing the baton, period. And I have to show you it is capable in any, in any form. In anything that you're going through, it is capable for you to continue and to be the inspiration and to pass the baton. Like that was his mission was to pass the baton. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Devon, thank you so much for sharing. Ah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So before I let you go, um, two things. So where can everybody find you on the social medias, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitters, whatever you, you use? Oh, I don't know. No, I'm joking. Uh, 
On socials, I am usually day willing. That's D-A-Y-W-I-L-L-I-N-G. You can also take it, hedge your bet. Like if you put D-A-V-O-N, last name Williams, there's only so many. There's only so many. You won't find me. Um, and then the other thing is if you're a member of the Actors' Equity Association, currently I am a delegate for the Actors' Equity Association. So if you're like, I have a problem, um, I probably have some legislation that can help you get get that solved um, or some ideas towards legislation. Um, and then if you are... Black in theater, looking for a job or a fellowship. If you're young, come my way so I can direct you to Black Theater Coalition so that uh, we can talk to you about getting up in these fellowships. So, yeah. Yes, I love it. Don't worry. All of that will go in the show notes if you missed any of that. So you'll have that to (laughs) click on. Um, And I must, must, must say to you that I acknowledge you. Mm. I celebrate you, and I uplift you. Ooh, okay, okay. May not come when you want it, but it'll be there right on time. On time, Ayana is. (laughs) Ayana, thank Um, I had the joy of listening to your podcast. And then uh, we have our mutual friend, Tommy. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was telling me about you, and I looked you up, and I was just like, there is power in that. But I'm going to do it. And for everyone... I didn't make it easy. Like, I clearly sent the email. I did everything else. I was like, let's do this. And then life just happened in a good way of, like, people just think, again, I just moved to New York before the pandemic. I'm the new shiny thing. Everyone wants to see what it's about. Um, And it was getting so complicated. So, one, I just want to say I thank you for your patience. I thank you for doing this because this, getting to meet you, like, sit down and meet you, I just wanted to know who you were because there's a light just shining from you. And I hope that you continue to build this uh, podcast because I think it's important for people to know you don't have to keep going straight. What is it? Uh, waving through a window. Da, 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 da. If, you, if it's something about fire. You know what? He white. Um, if, <laughs> if, if, if something isn't going right, it's okay to go left. It's okay. Yes. And it's perfectly fine. And it'll probably yes. take you right anyway. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Please feel free to visit this episode's show notes for links to get in touch with my guest, as well as a link to rate and review my podcast on Podchaser. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down to the rate and review section. You can find and connect with me on Instagram at The Artist Pivot to see audiograms, fun facts, and posts featuring my guests. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already to get notified when a new episode is out. And please share this episode with at least one friend. For those who are working on their mental health and well-being, on a journey of facing your fears, or trying therapy for the first time, our show sponsor BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. BetterHelp makes professional therapy accessible and affordable with 20,000 plus therapists in their network and the ability to request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. I have found that therapy is a tool to use to improve your life in one of the healthiest ways. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. So many people use BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash ArtistPivot. That's betterhelp.com slash artist pivot. Ever heard the phrase found time? Well, Audible helps you find the time to get more stories and information while commuting, cooking, gardening, exercising, etc. 
Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests, as well as guided meditation programs. They have podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. Fun fact, if you listened to every title on Audible, you'd be listening for more than three centuries. So click the link in the show notes or visit audibletrial.com slash theartistpivot to start your 30-day free trial of Audible and listen to that book you haven't read yet or laugh at a comedy special while doing the dishes. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash theartistpivot. Using the link lets Audible know that we sent you and a great way to support the show. This episode was edited by Kieran Niemant and produced by me, Ayana Major Bay. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll speak to you soon. 